Hey everyone, it's Angie. I'm 34. I'm originally from Alabama, your Bama girl, but I've been in Georgia for six years. I live on the south side, Stockbridge, and this is my Cuffin' Season Chronicles. Well, before I got snatched up, my dating life sucked, really. Um, but I decided to do something that I never wanted to ever go to. And I joined a dating app. So the dating app was Tinder. Can you believe it? So I end up seeing this guy and I swipe right and we matched. So I was like, okay, I'm going to jump in his little messages and send him a message. So I did. Then I ignored it for a couple of days and then I got on Bumble. And guess what? Swipe right again. So I was like, okay, you know what? This must be a sign. So then he slid into my DM and said, well, here's my number. Use it when you're ready. So I text him, and we text back and forth for a little bit. And as we text, he was like, you know, I didn't realize you, you live around the corner. We got to know each other, asked the basic questions. And then finally he said, well, you know, we need to have a date. And I said, okay. Well, ours kind of went backwards. We had an unofficial meeting and then had the first date. So what happened was he ended up messing up his back and he needed to go to the hospital. So I said, well, do you want me to come get you? And of course, you know, men, they don't like doctors. So he was like, no, called me back and said, yeah, can you come get me? So I came and got him, took him to the hospital. We sat in the hospital to about two something in the morning. Mind you, I'm a teacher, so I had to be up about 5 o'clock in the morning. So I got up. Of course, I was tired, but I checked on him throughout the day. Then after he got better, that's when we had our first date. Just laid back, had a few drinks, talked at dinner as we was riding, talked in the car. It was kind of like that high school vibe. You sit in the car, and you just have these long conversations. So then time kept going. Now, I'll be honest, mind you, I had kind of connected with somebody else, but I wasn't really feeling the Mr. Wrong. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to leave Mr. Wrong and focus on my Mr. Right Swipe or my Swipe Right. So what drew me to him was his bald head and his style. He does not dress like anybody else. He does what he likes. He's not into every fashion brand. It's just what he likes, he puts pieces together and he makes the clothes. That's what I like about him. Um, the turning point, I think, in our relationship or situationship at that time, um, his grandmother had got sick and he knew that my mom had passed from cancer and his grandmother was sick with cancer at the time. So he reached out and said, hey, can I see you? And I was like, okay. I said, where are you, at home? He said, no, I'm at the hospital. And I was like, you want me to come to the, the hospital? Like, all the family's there. He was like, yeah, I want you to come. I said, OK. 
okay. So I rolled up, and he was there with his mom and his dad and his son. So we talked a little bit. He was just like, I just need to get my mind off a few things. So I spent a little time with him, and then I said, you know, go back with your family. Just call me when you need me. I don't want to overstep boundaries. So then a couple of days passed, and he reached out, and his grandmother had passed. And he was like, it's a lot going on. Can I come by the house? And I said, sure, come on. He just wanted to sit, watch TV, and talk. And I just listened to everything he said. And he was just like, I just need to get it out. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm putting this all on you. I know you're still dealing with your situation. And I was like, it's fine. I'm listening. I can kind of relate. So we talked a little bit more. And then he's like, well, I got to get back to the family. I was like, okay, cool. So um, months were going by. We were still talking, still talking. Then rolls around Sweetheart's Day. And he was like, you going to the Valentine Ball with me, right? I said, huh? He said, yeah, you know, you going to my fraternity's sweetheart ball. And I was like, okay. That same night, he said, so you my girl, right? He was like, I've been saying you my girl anyway, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, might as well. Let's go ahead and do it. Ever since then, we've just been locked in with each other. Um, My cuffing season didn't end. You can pretty much say after we decided it was just going to be us, he introduced me to his parents first. And that's when I know. I said, okay, because no guy just introduces just random women to their parents and their sister. So after that, I ended up talking to my dad, who I'm real close to. And I was like, Dad, I got somebody I want you to meet. And my dad ended up coming in town. They sat down and sports was on. And the two of them ignored me like I wasn't even in the room. So I was like, okay, daddy likes them. Daddy don't like nobody. So when they kicked it, I was like, okay, I made a good decision. Well, afterwards, he left and me and dad were in the kitchen talking. And he said um, something that me and your mom always talked about before she passed. She said, I just wanted you to have a good guy. A guy that knows who you are, knows what you bring to the table, and can bring that in more. You're not giving way more than he is. And he said, this one, I like this one. This is one of the best decisions you've made. And I said, well, if you agree and I got your blessing, thank you, Daddy. And he said, you got my blessing. So time rolls on, rolls on some more. And my dad calls and it's like, hey, baby girl. Then, oh, where's so-and-so at? Well, hey, Daddy, he wants to talk to him. So I was like, okay, yeah, daddy, daddy's real and feeling them. Well, I guess you could say we took it to the next level. We ended up moving in together. So we're living together. I usually don't let nobody in my space. But I said, you know what? I'm up in age, almost 35. It's time, you know, when you want to make the right decisions, you got to compromise. You got to come together as one. So moved on in. So it's not... My house is our house. Um, so my cuffing season chronicles didn't end. It's still going and going strong. Um, the one thing that is different with him, I've never really been in a serious relationship with somebody that has a child. And it's like everything just fits naturally. I don't change him. 
he don't change me. It's what you bring to the table. You know, if you want to bring more, you do it naturally. And it's like he rides his wave and I ride my wave, but both of our waves are in sync. Sounds a little crazy, but it just just works. Um, is there any future dating for me? Hell no. I found my one. I'm I'm done with dating because dating in Atlanta was hard from the beginning. So I got my one. And that's my Cuffin' Season Chronicles. Okay, Andrew, thank you for sharing that with us. No problem. And you was telling that beautiful story, and I was over here eating this food real quick. <laughs> okay, but I, I, I have some questions because y'all made on a dating site. Yes. How did you know that he was the one after the second match? Because plenty of people match two, three, four, five times, and, and it never goes anywhere. So how did you have that feeling? Because you said you just deleted your dating apps. Well... When I matched with him, I had somebody else kind of giving me a little attention, but it was like I was giving way more. And no matter what he had going on, takes me in the morning, takes me through the day, called me, everything. And it was just like I mattered. I didn't have to do more reaching out. So it was just like, you know what? He put an effort, and you right around the corner from me, and it's like, hey, let's not waste no time. He stayed with communication, and that was my biggest thing, so. That's what got me, that communication. Okay, so it was just communication, like, off the top. Like, you just noticed that, like, from the first date. Yep, off the top. So where'd y'all go on your first date? One of my, like, laid-back TGI Fridays. I'm not a, you know, stuck-up chick. I'm, I'm good with just a regular old little restaurant. Yeah, see, see, that means that y'all was really trying to get to know each other. It was no, like, impressions to be made. Nope, and then y'all, you're not going to believe this. I told him, let me pay for my own dinner, you pay for your own. So you did Dutch? Yeah. Okay, so like when you told him that, what did he say? He was like, for real? Like, no, nah, give me the ticket. Like, we kind of argued over the ticket a little bit. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'll let you have it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? After this, I got it. I was like, cool. Okay. Okay. So, like, how did you feel leaving that first date? Honestly, like a little girl in high school. Like, smiling ear to ear, had the little butterflies. <laughs> That's like, really how I felt. So how did he give you those butterflies, that, that feeling? Because, like, it's hard to get that feeling when you get older, especially when you get into your 30s and you've been out here dating and stuff. Like, like, like what was it about him or what is it that he did? Um, Honestly, I can say when I was in my 20s, I thought I knew what I wanted. And you, I based what I wanted on what everybody else wanted from me. Mm-hmm. And then I had to step away from dating. I had to give time to myself. And after losing my mom, I really found out, like, okay, this is a non-negotiable. If they don't have X, Y, Z, it's gone. You got to have this automatically off the top. If you can't give me that, I can't give you none of me. I can't give you none of my attention, anything. And I didn't even tell him what I wanted. That was why I was messing up before. So since I didn't tell him, he came with it and kept it consistent all the time. Mm -hmm. That's how I was like, okay. He got what I want, and, like, he doesn't change me. He takes me for who I am. Like, okay, I'm going to rock with this one. Okay, so y'all dated for a little bit. Yeah. And things got better as time progressed. It did. So how long did it take for y'all to become intimate? Um, It took a few months. A few months. Valentine's, that's sweetheart ball. 
Okay, so that see, weekend. So how about that week? That weekend. Okay, mm-hmm. so y'all had met prior to this. How long was y'all talking? We had met in the summer. In the summer. Wow. So he waited till Valentine's Day. Yeah. Shit, that's, that's, so you waited a whole six months, half a year. Yeah. I mean, hey, he he was like, I ain't gonna pressure you. I know when you're ready. Like, I know when your mind and your body both in sync and and ready. And he didn't rush me. Okay, so. Throughout this time when y'all was waiting, do you think that he was having sex with somebody else? Well, did that thought ever cross your mind like he could be? It did because he wasn't mine. We weren't together, so I had no right to question what mm-hmm. he was doing until we got to that point. And then when we got to that point, that's what we questioned. So at this sweetheart ball, um, what fraternity is he a member of? He's a Kappa. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so he shifted yes. his way right into your life. <laughs> Yeah. Finesse. Finesse. Yeah, he was smooth with it. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, yeah. so so uh so y'all went to the ball. Yeah. Had a great time. Yep. Did y'all dance? Time. Did y'all dance together? Um, yeah. You know, he's a social person, so he talked a little bit and then danced, and of course, you know, I had my drinks. And he just like, let me be. We I fit in with everybody and he did his thing, I did my thing. We didn't have to be up under each other twenty four seven. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so like y'all was dancing, y'all was like vibing, dancing though. Yeah, it was vibing. And I'm a so little, you knew it was gonna go down. I, I ain't gonna say I knew because we weren't doing like that slow dancing. I'm a little, I know all like the trap rap songs. Okay. So I'm Good. in my dress and I'm out there rapping, and he decided just going with me. So I ain't really know what's going down, but in the back of my head, I'm like, if it does, I'm with it. Like, I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's I'm with go. It. Okay, so what was that time? What was that first time like? You. I was too drunk to remember the the Hennessy had got me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So on your wedding night, y'all not you ain't gonna be <laughs> oh my god. I think I'll just do why on the wedding night because I was so messed up I had to ask him, like, what happened? My head hurt. Okay, then now this sounds like mm mm this can twist on you now. But it didn't twist like that. I was just like, I do remember we left downstairs. We went to the apple party. We drank whatever. I remember we got back to the room, and I was like, hey, I'm ready to go to bed. I said, I remember that part. And then throughout the night, I do remember I did kind of, you know, bring everything up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what happened? He's like, you got back in the bed? He said, you talk shit like you always do. I was like, what else? He was like, oh, you know. I was like, oh, I was like, I don't even remember. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm. I felt bad. I drank too much. Uh-uh-uh. Dang. I know. <sighs> okay. But <sighs> obviously from this time y'all started engaging in sex and sex life is Amazing. It is. Yes. I'm I'm very happy. Very happy. Like yeah, I and stay your skin smiling. is like mad clear, so I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I stay smiling, like, like really, yeah. I could. It kind of seems like like y'all are really in tune with each other because, like, what you were saying as far as you know, you you both ride your own ways, which is what you're supposed to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're not supposed to lose yourself within the relationship. Mm-hmm. But 
you ride your own waves, but somehow your waves already are always in sync with each other. Yeah. And you said that sounds crazy, but that doesn't sound crazy. That actually, it sounds crazy these days because it's hard to find that, maybe, you know what right. I'm saying? But, like, it, it sounds like y'all are very in tune with each other. Yeah, I, it sounds crazy to me because I always thought, you ain't going to find nobody that's really meant for you. Mm-hmm. But I did. And like I said, I'm not originally from here. I'm mm-hmm. an Alabama girl. And I have no blood family here whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I'm super close with this mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like my mom because I don't have my mom anymore. Yeah. So it's times where he's not even here and I'll call mom, like, mom coming by. Okay, come on. Oh, like, he ain't yeah. even there. Like, yeah. he ain't here now and I'm going to see mom tomorrow. He ain't even in town. Like, see, um. so he go out with the boys. I got the girls. We go out or I chill by myself. You chill by yourself. So how long did it take for y'all two to move in? Um, I guess you can say it kind of just happened gradually because you know how you, you leave clothes and then you leave them clothes and you bring some more clothes. I don't know nothing clothes. about that. I don't know nothing about that because that don't be happening to me. So I don't, I don't, uh, you got uh, to school me on this. Okay. Well, you know, eventually it was like spend the night and then. I'm going to leave clothes, and then I bring another set of clothes, another set of clothes, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to leave. Then you come back, you end up getting up and leaving my house, going to work. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, then it started turning to two, three days, and pretty soon it's turning to seven days a week. And then them questions, his mom called like, you ain't even came by the house. Why don't he see you no more? Where you at? And me and Angie together. Okay, well, I'll see y'all. She said, are y'all come to church? Yeah, we'll see you Sunday. We go to church together. So who came so, up with the idea for y'all to move in? Um, I think I would say more. I give him more of the credit. Like, more of, because he started saying, you know what, we need to start saving money, you know, for the future. I do want to get married. I do want to have a family. He's like, it's no sense in spending money over on A and B. We're wasting money. Let's go ahead and combine. So when we cut bills and everything, we can put more into saving. And I was like, okay. So I knew when he brought it up, I was like, okay. You you really got your plan. You really know what you want. So it was him. Is he older than you, sidebar? No, believe it or not, I'm actually a couple months older than him. My birthday is in May. He's a December baby. So I'm about okay, y'all the same age. Okay. six months. <laughs> okay. But he's got like a, a old soul a little bit to him. So. Okay, so like what was that process like? Because like have you ever lived with your significant other before? Um, believe it or not, I have because I've been married before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that's why I said when I was younger I thought I knew. Yeah. But I didn't. But um I'm very O C D. Mm-hmm. I like things a certain way, mm-hmm. things to be organized. I clean almost every single day. So it's like, okay, I got somebody coming in, and I don't know how they are. Like, mm-hmm. is it going to throw me off? Yeah. But it don't. Like, it's like the same. Like, everything in order, keep clean, everything. A house is neat and in order. So it's like we just fit right in for real. And it's like weird because it's like – I asked for this and I got it. Like, is it real? <laughs> oh, like you said, Sierra's prayer. I did not. I said Angie's prayer. That's what I said. Oh. I had my own. Oh. So yeah, 
And then, you know, talking to my mom, I talk to her a lot and I write to her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I had to really sit down. What's a need and what's a want? Mm-hmm. Like, if you get this need or you don't, how are you going to be? That's what I really had to do. And I had to see what I was making a mistake. I was just accepting anything. And then trying to change a man's mind. Like, okay, I know you don't want this, but if I stay with you a little bit, you may change your mind. Mm-hmm. So I was running to some bums for real. Yeah. I really was. Okay. All caps, bums. And you said um, that the situation was different for you because he also had a child. Yes. And what was it like meeting the baby? Well, um, his son is seven. Mm-hmm. He'll be eight this year. I was nervous. Yeah. I was like, you know, children make a break. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I teach kids every day, but this is different. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, he kind of mentioned to his son, he's like, you know, this is Miss Angie. So it was like, it just kind of just fit on in. Because yeah. like I said, I met his niece, so his niece, I guess, kind of talked to her cousin. And it just kind of went smooth, you know. So when he talks to him, I talked to him, like, hey, what's up, little man? How's school? What you get today? So it was like a, a natural thing. I love kids anyway. So. Yeah. So have you met the child's mother? I have. And what was that like? Um, I believe it or not, I wasn't nervous to meet her mm-hmm. at all. I mean, I know y'all co-parent, yeah, and it's strictly co-parents. Yeah, that's it. It's no crossing over lines or anything like that. So I don't have a problem with it at all. Like if she has to call and it's late, I know it's about their son. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with it at all. That's a lot of maturity in, in that type of situation. That's good. Like I applaud everybody involved for that. Well, right thank there, you. That's not always easy. But, you know, just listening to you tell your story, you're really hitting on something that I realized, like, um, some months ago. Both of you. Y'all moved with a lot of intent. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of women always ask me, like, how come How come it's so hard out here? Why is dating so hard and stuff <laughs> like that? But, like, I realized, because, you know, I'm a single man myself. I was like, you know what? Us men, we don't date with intent like that. We don't. Yeah. And I'm not going to just blame y'all men. Women don't date with intent, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it just seems like both of y'all just knew what you wanted. But, like, like you already were previously married, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're back out in the dating world. What you said, you said Angie's prayer. Yes. Not to go too deep into it because that's an intimate conversation. Okay. But, like, what were some things that you really touched on um, in that moment? Like you said, not getting too deep, deep. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is, I said, God take control. And I said, I'm not just saying it, but I'm believing it. I feel it. I'll do it. Just take control. Take me out of it and put you into what I am supposed to have. I have been blessed to have wonderful parents. I said, I know that I won't have what they have. Because that's unique. Mm -hmm. I said, but um, no relationship is perfect. I said, but whatever you have for me, give it to me. Show me when you are ready to show me. I'm willing to let go of all control. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, part of it is what I said. And, of course, like I said, I talked to my mom, and I was like, Mom, you know, just send the person my way. Mm -hmm. I know to come when I least expect it. Just send him my way. Wow. And it all started on a swipe right. Yep. 
is my Mr. Swipe right or my right swipe? <laughs> right swipe. That's a good one. That's a good one. Like, it's a lot of people that's on dating sites. And like I didn't even know this until recently. Like I really did not know. I legit did not know until like, legit two months ago that how many people was on dating apps. What? I, no, I did not know that. Are you serious? I'm positive. Wow. I, I'm, man, I did not know. And it's wow. like, it's some people that I would, you would never think, you would never think would be on a dating app. Yeah. Like, you know, these people are really on dating apps. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. what's your advice to someone who's on dating apps? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of people be on dating apps and they be like, ah, I just got it. Mm, whatever. Because I'm bored. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I would say don't put too much on your dating app. You don't want a person to know everything about you. Mm-hmm. Um, be mindful of the pictures you put, because if you put the wrong one, you're going to get the wrong attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, you know, watch how they approach you. Um, be mindful. You know, you got them little snakes in the grass as well. Um you know, just be open-minded because sometimes you never know what you've always done gets you the same thing. But the minute you switch up, you get something different what you're supposed to have. Don't always be boxed in. So if you've never done dating app, give it a chance. Who's to say, you know, stepping out that box may open up a, a sky that has no limits on anything. Bro, we're going to see y'all on the commercial. <laughs> y'all going to be on Black People Meet Us on the commercial. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I'm glad you shared your story. Definitely, you know, and this a it, like one thing I love about Cuffin Season Chronicles is that at the end of the day, like a lot of us have wild and crazy stories and experiences, yeah. but it's always good to hear that one story because that one good story that ends up in a relationship and love that that's yeah. what that's what gives everybody hope because every because you know everybody's on Instagram. You see it on the holidays, niggas yes. engaged and all of that. You know, yes. You, I'm up and down IG, Facebook, and I'm like, oh, oh, black love, oh, oh. And it's like I want what they got, but it's like I don't want what you got for real. Yeah, because what you got ain't gonna work for me. I want yeah. my own, and now that I got my own, it's like, wow, like. He reads me. He knows when I ain't in the mood. He knows not to talk to me on certain times. He knows, okay, she just want to be a big baby. Like, just find that person. Like I said, be open. Mm-hmm. You know, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, Bumble, ain't so bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. So and you- ladies, try Bumble. Bumble gives you the control, not the guy. So he can't say anything to you till you say something first. Mm, that's an ad ad spot. Cut the check. Yeah. Okay, so do you see marriage in your future? Yeah. Have y'all talked about marriage already? We have, and um, I don't know if I'm giving like a little too much detail, but my dad's giving the blessing to him. Uh, okay, so he asked your dad for it? Yeah, because they were in talking about you? it. Yeah, because we were all talking about it. My dad was like, what are y'all intentions? What y'all doing? Like, my dad. Oh, now, that's one of the worst questions yeah. to get asked. It is, but you know what? Especially in front of the daughter. Oh, my, you black, bro. Like, oh. And I didn't think, because my dad hasn't always been that type, but, you Mm -hmm. know, since, like I said, my mom's not here anymore, Mm -hmm. he stepped up more. So he was like, what y'all doing? Like, what is going? And I was like, well, dad, you know, we do want to be married. He was like, y'all do? He was like, yeah. And like I said, after time, my dad was like, you know what? I know my daughter's in good hands. I don't have to worry about her. I know she's good. He was like, I can see you marry my daughter. You got my blessing. Right. Oh, so he even had to ask your dad just like, like yeah. my dad said they just vibe like, yeah. and I was of course 
when I got up and they started talking, I kind of went in the kitchen. I ain't gonna lie, I was a little, e- I was eavesdropping a little bit mm. on that conversation. But yeah, my dad blessed him. Hey, so this just seems like this is like all God ordained. <laughs> it, it, it does feel like it, right? And like I said, the the main thing, like the the ah moment, I ended up falling out of church a little bit when mm. I lost my mom. I was like, I don't want church. I'm like, I'm kind of lost. Mm-hmm. He got me back in church. Oh, wow. Got me back in church. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And that was the main thing my mom told me before she passed. She was like, I don't ever want you to lose your faith. Mm-hmm. That's something I always stood strong on. I don't ever ask why. Don't lose that. And I lost it because mm-hmm. my mom was my world. Mm-hmm. And when he got me back in it, that's when I started not being so upset, not crying at the drop of a dime by my mom. And I was just like, I've never had a man to make sure I'm good mm. spiritually mm. and feel spiritually. Mm. I know. I didn't mean to go this route. But, yeah, like, that was like, okay, I know I got the right one. He doesn't force it on me. He walks with me to make sure that I'm okay. I know. Mm. A little sappy. I know. No, no, no. But I really want – um. Not only women, but to the men too, to really just pay attention to like the things that you're saying, because a lot of us out here in this dating world, like we're really a lot of people are wrapped up in superficial things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it's like what you're describing, the Kardashians can't even buy. I mean, it just takes it takes growth and it takes looking at yourself. Um, like I said, I thought I knew what I wanted before and I always kept saying it was this person and this person, but I had to look and say, well, I let this person do it because I didn't talk. I didn't say, well, this is not what I want. I just let you do it. So why not keep doing it if I'm gonna let you do it? So I had to sit back and say, you know what, Angela, you want X, Y, Z. You got to toughen up and you got to say, I'm not taking this and mean what you say. You can't say it and then just let stuff happen. You got to put your foot down. And so I had to say I was part of the blame. So when I did that, that's when things start changing. When I start changing my actions, changing my words to meet those actions, that's when everything started falling in place. Mm. So I can't say it was just the guy. You know, ladies, same thing. We mess up. It ain't just the guys. You know, we say one thing but do another. So we got to take accountability for our actions. And I have to admit, it took some growing up for me on my part. Mm. All right. Well, like that, I don't know if there's a better way to close it out, man, but I appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your cup and season story because it ended in success. Yes. So hopefully we can get some more success stories out there, man. This is another episode of Cup and Season Chronicles. Again, make sure you uh, rate the podcast and share the podcast with everybody you know. I appreciate you, Angie. No problem. And I have a feeling that we're going to get some big news from you, too. I just feel that in my <laughs> bones, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know what I'm saying? Because your skin is, like, mad clear. So that's that happy woman yes. in love clear. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the little glow. You got the little twinkle in your eye. And I know about that twinkle because I put that twinkle in Janet Jackson's eye. So I know. Oh, about okay. Yeah, so. but I, know, I, I know the vibes. I see the vibes over there. So we're going to have you back. We're gonna give everybody an update, you know what I'm saying, on the on the on the future things. Yeah. That's another episode of Cup and Season Chronicles.